0: For entrepreneur, it is essential that you're able to manage your time and accomplish all the tasks that you need to get taken care of throughout your day and your week. While you may have tried various methods for planning, organizing, and scheduling in the past, you probably still feel like you can't get everything done. Well, no worries. Divine and I are here to provide four tips to help you manage your time and find entrepreneurial success.
1: Look, uh, what does it take for you to be great? Keep it a hundred, bro, you know the answer. Pursuing your purpose, creating profits, building legacy. Anything less, how could you even fathom? Just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen when you pursue your passions. Yeah. So eliminate distractions and get back to the action. That's the law of attraction. You gotta build a team to build a dream. Family, faith, and focus, council can only build a king, are you prepared to reign, cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change, uh, whether you weather the weather, your weather won't change, uh, say true to the vision, say true to the mission, gotta get to the finish, take a moment to listen, and come and see it through our eyes, we'll show you what it means to live uncompromised, we're uncompromised, 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 we're Compromise, I'm compromised. We're uncompromising. Yeah, I'm compromised. We're uncompromising. We're uncompromising.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast presented to you by the Legacy Leadership Learning Group. If you have that entrepreneurial spirit, if you're constantly thinking about how to create value and build new businesses, if you're trying to find innovative ways to doing business to replace old ones, again, this is the spot for you. This is a show where we teach you what it takes to pursue your purpose, create profits, and in doing so, build a legacy. I am Coach Jimmy G. Jr., along with my co-host, Devon Anthony Watts. Yeah. <laughs> What's going yes, on? Yes, <laughs> sir. Uh, hey, for our new listeners out there uh, and our or uh, loyal listeners, please, again, feel free to rate this podcast uh, and review it. We would definitely, definitely appreciate that. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, we would love for you to like the video, subscribe to our channel, and then share. Sharing is caring. Share this with another entrepreneur that you know will gain benefit from this information. Um, We're excited about today's topic and what we're going to be breaking down. Um, There's been some things that have happened and transpired very recently in our own personal lives. We were like, you know what, Uh, even though we've 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 talked about some of these concepts before we definitely have a different spin and a different angle on this uh, but you know to be a successful entrepreneur it's essential that you manage your time to be able to accomplish all of the different tasks that you have in your life and we have been asked a few times like man how do you guys you know handle everything that you that you have on your plate and not just do it, but still be able to do it effectively, uh, and hopefully be able to do it with excellence. Um, There's a lot of different techniques that you may be using, uh, a lot of different Um, methods that you may be using, but it's still not working and it really just ends up being a waste of your time. So we want to provide you with four time management techniques for entrepreneurial success so that you're not wasting any more time. You're maximizing your time. You're having more effective time management uh, and feeling very, very confident with your ability to be able to set goals, reach your goals and accomplish the things that you have going on in your life, especially if as busy as Devon and mine. Um, So that's what we have in store for you today. Uh, hope that you're excited about that because we're excited and we're ready to go. I know I am. You ready?
1: Yes, sir. I'm ready to get to it. Ready to get All to right. it. So what kind of actually sparked the, I guess, the idea to talk about time management specifically, to be honest with you, it was me venting a little bit about my most recent experience uh, making the decision to say, you know what, let me... Let me trek into the office for a couple of days mm-hmm. uh, to get some work done. We have a bunch of um, new additions to the organization that are that are currently coming in. And uh, it's a good opportunity to get some FaceTime, you know, FaceTime with folks that we've been working with in the whole nine. And so I'm like, all right, you know what? Yeah, A couple of days I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make my my way into the office and you know show face and build some relationships one on one. And from the very first day that I decided to make the trek to make the commute, uh, I instantly regretted and was annoyed uh, by the decision to go with uh, just because like kind of my my morning routine. And you're aware that Jimmy, like I get up with um, I get up with man, man, mm-hmm. and get him ready to get his day going, you know, cereal and SpongeBob and wrestle with him to put clothes on and all the good stuff. Yeah, get him dressed. His daycare is about 15 minutes away so I can take him to daycare, drop him off send him on the inside so he can go and conquer the day and, um, you know, give his teachers a headache uh, and then come back home again, another 15 minute drive. And then I'm, boom, I'm right back in the in the pilot seat and mm-hmm. I'm able to start getting into the business Well, the very first day. After dropping them off, I hit the the highway 95 to start heading south so I can go ahead and get into the site, which is normally about 25, maybe 30 minute drive or so. Bruh, it took me an hour and a half of just sitting in traffic, like already new Floridians um, and our reputation for driving. I'm the exception, though. I'm one of the exceptions, though. But we're just like... We're just not good drivers. Just not good drivers. Not considerate. Just not good. We move with urgency when we shouldn't, and then we don't move with urgency when we should. Mm-hmm. And there was literally like a stretch, bro. I want to say there was a stretch where I was probably it took me like thirty minutes to go two miles, like a like two x's, and I was just going stir crazy. Stir crazy. So obviously I come into the site. I'm already on 13. People can tell like I'm visibly annoyed by just the fact that I spent an hour and a half not being productive when I've created this cadence of knocking things out so I can maximize my productivity. And I end up getting into a venting session with a couple of uh, my peers and we start talking about time management and how do we manage everything. And actually, one of them, interesting enough, was asking me specifically, they're like, well, yeah, I can definitely tell that, you know, this is has you feel in a type of way, because I've always I always hold you in regard as somebody who has really strong time management skills. Uh, which obviously is a you know a huge compliment considering where we came from and how we've had to work in order to implement these things. Mm-hmm. But they're like, man, I'm literally I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, how are you managing it all? Right. Like I, I follow you on the periphery and I see I know your work. I can see your work product. I can see, you know, uh, the things that you're involved in. I see that you're doing stuff with your small business. I see that you're dropping content like crazy. I see, you know, images of, you know, videos of you working out. You're working out, so you're getting your fit, your fitness in. You're spending time with your family, uh, you know, you're spending time, you're spending time with the kids. Like, like how, like how are you getting all of these things done? And so I started to share some of the things that we're going to be breaking down today mm-hmm. with them around what I do and things that I've learned. Um, and we've learned together along our journey to be able to maximize our time, especially as entrepreneurs, because the thing the thing that I think is true for entrepreneurs in general, right, is we're not entrepreneurs are not insulated from life just because you decide that hey, I'm going to go and create a business. I'm going to start a business. I'm going to grow and scale my business. It doesn't mean that everything else in life stops. It doesn't mean that your family stops needing you It doesn't mean that your kids learn how to raise themselves. It doesn't mean that, uh, you know, you just you know, you you. Uh, you know, you manage to stay physically fit, even though you're not spending any energy or time trying to balance your physical fitness or your mental well-being or your faith or your relationships, like none of that stuff stops. That Mm -hmm. stuff still happens. So we're not insulated from it. So you have to be that much more intentional about how you manage your time as an entrepreneur in order to get it all done. Because what we do know is that the hours of our business, it does not stop. It's 24 seven in terms of Occupying our minds, occupying, you know, uh, our obviously our thoughts and the things that we need to get accomplished. So mm-hmm. we want to impart the tips, the tricks, the strategies that we've learned along the way, the things that we do. In order to be able to balance this thing. Um, and so we got four tips. We also you know, maybe, maybe got a little bonus tip for you guys as well uh, that really helps to solidify this thing that we've been able to build with the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Coaching Group, the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, the Legacy Leadership Learning Group uh, mm-hmm. uh, entity as a whole. And so, yeah, I'm ready to to chop it up and share with our, our listeners. Uh, you know, some of those tips and some of the hotness. And hopefully you guys can glean something along the way and incorporate it into your own time management routine.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I, I think I'll I'll kind of do the bookends and I'll, I'll let you handle the, the meat uh, of the conversation in the middle um, as we kind of go through, again, these, these four tips or so. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is making and using a list. So I was explaining to you, uh, kind of the scenario as my family and myself was getting ready to, to go on vacation. And uh, we've taken some, you know, kind of staycations, but uh, we haven't had a vacation where we're going like really out of town and we're going up north to see my pops uh, in the Poconos. And uh, there's just a lot that's involved, you know, when you when you have a dog, obviously you have a business, you have work, you have family, and you have four people that you're looking to, uh, to travel and to get to, to this destination. So as you know the the weekend prior to us leaving I knew like it's important that we need to have a family meeting and there's a couple of things that we need to discuss. What does this week look like for us making sure that we're all on the same page, what are the tasks that we need to accomplish so that by the time we leave that next Saturday everybody's good, we're comfortable, we know things are in place and we're good to go. The other uh, thing that we really wanted to to make a list uh, and make sure we had scheduled Uh, Was the fact that as we go to this trip, one of the things that we wanted to do was have at least one day in New York, maybe two, but at least one. And if it's definitely going to be one, we had to ensure that we had an itinerary and a list of exactly where we wanted to go, what time and making sure that all that was taken care of. So That's exactly what we did. We had a family meeting. Uh, my wife had her computer out. Uh, Elena had her computer out. Nia was just sitting there chilling, but she was contributing. Uh, and we went through the things that we needed to take care of. Uh, Nia needed to get her second shot. Uh, we had to make sure that the dog was taken to uh, this this doggy daycare that you know she was going to be boarded at for a whole week. But before that happened, there was like a, an assessment day to take her so she can kind of meet the folks and get comfortable and that type of stuff. Uh, the last piece of the bed puzzle was being delivered to the house. So that was another uh, component <laughs> of the week. Uh, man, I got had to get a haircut. My wife and my daughters wanted to get their nails done. People were getting their hair done. So that's like all of these different things that that we were looking to accomplish. Plus work the things that we were trying to accomplish, you know, for the business and for the podcast, getting guys confirmed, you know, for the alpha test, making sure that we had two or three episodes done, released and done it in the tuck because both of us were going to be on vacation. There were just a lot of things that we had to make sure <laughs> we had on a list. And if I did not take out my Microsoft to-do list, uh, one had that conversation, divvy out responsibilities. My wife was putting things on our on our. Uh, calendars, which we'll talk about kind of the scheduling component of that. Uh, but then Monday morning, opening up my Microsoft to-do list and then making sure that I had everything that I needed to take care of on that list. Um, there's just, man, there's just not a single time management system that doesn't involve making or using a list. Uh, so if you're looking to to perfect your time management, that is one of the most essential things that you can do because um, it's just, it's, it's way too difficult to try to keep track of all of these different tasks, especially if you're trying to do it in your head. Um, it's virtually impossible. Something's going to slip through the cracks uh, and it may be something very important you know, especially if you're getting ready to go on vacation or something like that, or you have a big client meeting come up. Uh, That's another thing I have, you know, coaching session that week as well, and making sure that I'm preparing for that coaching session. Uh, So all of these different components that without a list, I would I would essentially be lost. Uh, And again, I would not be coming through and fulfilling these commitments that I have to, to clients, to my job, to my family, to you and our business and the things that we're trying to do. Um, so when you think about you know, kind of three lists that you should really start creating and using, I think about your schedule, Uh, whether you're using, you know, a calendar that can be the schedule for the day, for the week, for the month, and even for the year, heck, uh, things to do. So when I get, when I talked about Microsoft to do, that's the main app that I use to, to make sure that, uh, all my stuff is planned out again, that I need to do for the week. And the cool thing about Microsoft to do is that it allows you to say, okay, out of this list that you have, these are the components that I need to focus on today. Um, so those are two main things that, again, I've used to, to make and use lists that I have found extremely helpful because, again, if not, I would be a lost soul and just good to nobody because there's just too much. Uh, my wife says that I'm the king of trying to do too much, and if I did not have a, a to-do list... Uh, or a planner to help me through those things, again, it it would just be really, really bad. And I don't want to let people down. So I want to make sure that I'm here for, for my family, for you, for our viewers, our listeners, our clients, and the people that we're working with. So it's essential that uh, I'm as organized as, I, as, as organized as I can be. One of the main methods is using that list.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, writing down, like taking the time to create a list to write down all of the things that need to get accomplished also gives you the space to really get into the weeds around the details or the intricacies or the dependencies that need Mm -hmm. to occur in order for those things to get accomplished. Because sometimes we think about, you know, it could be as simple as, All right, we know we need to record an episode well there are, if we merely just left it at that mentally like oh yeah we got to make sure that we record this episode before we go on vacation so that we have it in the tuck and ready to release and edit in the whole nine we could lose sight of the fact well that also in order to c- accomplish that we need to confirm the guests we need to make sure that the co- they have the questions in advance for the mm-hmm. inter- for the interview segment we need to make sure that those that question sheet, that questionnaire sheet and that that thank you letter, that welcome letter, thank you letter for being a guest is updated to reflect the new branding and the new mm-hmm. questions. And like when you start to really get into like sit down and just say, right, what do I need to accomplish? Then you start realizing that one item really is five items that need to be accomplished and solely depending on. Uh, Your mental capabilities, your mental capacity, your mental faculties to keep track of everything is a recipe for failure. Like Mm -hmm. there's even a reason why I know people may have seen the quote before, but like, you know, it's rumored that Albert Einstein couldn't even remember his phone number, his phone number. And he was like, well, there's no need for me to remember my phone number if I have a way to keep track of it. My mind is for I want to I want to keep capacity in my mind for other things that are much more complex complex than the phone number to my own home, which I never call Uh, and so things like that just kind of always resonated with me. So I'm a huge proponent in using list, Uh, no matter how tech savvy you may be. In terms of how you leverage your calendar, and your calendars are synced in four different places, and you know you get notifications and pop-ups and push notifications and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. For me personally, I'm not solely dependent or relying on technology. I use technology, but I also understand. I think we've touched on this a little bit before. How self awareness is so critically important. I also understand. For me, what do I need in order to keep myself the most ocu- the most organized? Um, And aware of what I need to complete for the day. So I've shared with you, you know, on multiple occasions and, you know, folks that have had an opportunity to work directly with me in any type of capacity knows. I keep like I have multiple versions of my to-do list in multiple mm-hmm. places. I keep it on my computer. I keep it on my Outlook calendar. I have it on a OneNote. I have a whiteboard that's off camera right now that you guys can't even see that I use to keep uh, myself organized. I take advantage of my notes in my phone, and and I also like I used to have a like at my old desk like mounds of sticky notes mm-hmm. of. Things that I needed to get accomplished, and it would be funny because people would look and they see the same thing that's written on the sticky note is written on my whiteboard, which is literally three steps that way, which is also on my uh, Outlook and on my OneNote on my computer, and they would almost like, "Bro, like you, like you really worry that you're not going to remember you have in all these different places?" And it's not that at all. Is that I know at any given moment, in the span of thirty minutes, I'm going to interact with one of these things. And if it is that important to me, if it, it deserves that type of prioritization, that priority, I want to make sure that it's smack dab in my face and a reminder of. Remember, this is your big rock. This is the big thing that you have to tackle. Hey, this is the big thing you got to tackle. You go to your uh, your Outlook. This is the big thing you need to tackle. You shut down your computer and decide to walk over to the whiteboard. Hey, this is the big thing that you need to tackle. You sit down at your desk. You're getting ready to grab something and drink. And you, you look down and you see that that uh, sticky note. Hey, this is the big thing that you need to tackle. You decide that, hey, you know what? Let me uh, pick up my phone real quick. Somebody text me. You unlock your phone and you see your, no- uh, your notes page. Hey, this is the big thing. You need to tackle that's how you keep yourself honest, and mm-hmm. one of the things that I actually like about some of the apps that exist today is they also create an opportunity for. Social accountability around your to do list like when you are Mm -hmm. able to publicize it and publish it and other individuals that may be in your circle or part of your team. And we'll talk about team a little bit later, but it may be a part of your team. They can see your progress at accomplishing those things. It just helps to create another level of accountability. Um, One of the ones that I'm actually a fan of, like for entrepreneurs or creators is uh, a uh, Apple website called Makers Log. Uh, that you can actually leverage where you list out your to do list for the day and it's public. You socialize it to all of these other makers, entrepreneurs, creators. And now there's a visual account and account and a scoreboard of did you do what you said you were going to do? And if you don't, people ping you because like you. They understand that as creators, we need to accomplish these things. And so you just have that community that's holding you accountable because they want you to be successful at the end of the day. So, um, again, I know that you know we've we've talked about just, uh, you know, the importance of lists, um, you know, pretty extensively. But that's because as simple as the approach may be. It is so effective and so proven and definitely one of the reasons why we've been able to balance the litany of things that we've been able to balance uh, as we grow this business. And again, not being insulated from life, make sure that we're delivering from a faith, a family and a
0: finances perspective. Facts, 100 percent facts. So for our entrepreneurs out there, if you want to start implementing a regularly used list. Uh, Again, we highly encourage you to do that if you are looking to not just be an entrepreneur, but to be a successful entrepreneur and small business owner. Uh, So that was number one is make and use lists. Devon talk to us about number two and about carrying or just having a a (laughs) schedule and recording your thoughts.
1: (laughs) So I can talk about these uh, from a very strong personal experience, a personal perspective. One, uh, I'll start with carrying a schedule because this is something that I've just been indoctrinated. Alternated. Uh, and my father, for those who have been along the journey, um, you know, I, the impact that my father has had on obviously my life. And um, I've shared with you a little bit of his journey and his story. And for those who are brand new, um, you know, it may not come as a surprise, but my father is, um, you know, former military, uh, you know, 10 years um, spent his entire life in some t- some capacity of law enforcement, silver service, the whole the whole nine. Um, this is a man who is um, like the like we you picture the quintessential. Think about like major pain, like Damon Wayans in major pain. Right. But like without like without the same level of humor, just because my my pause is just a, a little bit dry, but just like that type of like buttoned up to a T. Definitely. Yeah. He's he's eased. He's a much more easygoing um, now in his later years. But oh, man, the the, the version of my pops that I got, like the 20 year old, 30 year old, like I'm coming up as a kid and I'm talking about military corners uh, on my bed expectations, that type of person. Right. So. Uh, the, the most recent kind of foray into getting, you know, reminded about how organized he is. We had a family trip to go to Savannah and I promise you, Jimmy, bro, this man, he probably like, he hit us with, uh, like the day of, we were leaving like a dossier of just the, the five day trip, like outlined from like 0700, like literally like 0700 review schedule. 0705, get into the vehicle. 0706, <laughs> check the levels and the, <laughs> and, and the fuel, like check the levels and the fuel gauges and make sure that everything's appropriate. 0711, hit the road. Like it was like that type of like rigor in terms of how it was scheduled. But I'm thankful for it because especially when you're talking about large, um, big events like family mm-hmm. vacations, uh, like you mentioned where you're having to maximize the time, uh, as you guys are spending time out there. This is an area where, you know, you normally, you don't have the luxury of just, Hey, we can you know do this next weekend. We're here now. We want to get the most out of this experience, uh, and really, you know, feel like we walked away fully experiencing the, you know, the, the place that we're at, or if you are tackling something large, like building a business, it, that level of rigor is required in order to make sure that if nothing else, the trains are running on time. See, mm-hmm. the, the the other component to time management that is often not necessarily talked about, because I think a lot of times when we think about time management, it's about, you know, OK, people think i create the schedule. I adhere to the schedule. I never deviate from the schedule. And while that may be the intention, we all know that that's not the reality of how these things work. And so that last component of time management is create the schedule, uh, adhere to the schedule. If the schedule gets interrupted, be able to make tactful decisions to reprioritize so that I can still get things done despite the interruptions. And that's where carrying a schedule is so important because it allows you to then readjust, to reassess, to pivot, to change and still be able to get accomplished kind of the intent of what you wanted to get accomplished from the day or from that experience. So Mm -hmm. carrying a schedule can definitely be very effective and recording your thoughts. um, I am very much a creator through and through and through and through, meaning that, uh, inspiration can come at any moment, any hour, in any circumstance. It does not matter the number of, uh, ideas that I've come up with, whether it's from a branding marketing perspective, whether it's from a, a content creation perspective, whether it's from, um, uh, you know, um, the musical perspective that I've been able to create, whether it's in the shower on the ride to drop off, uh, the boys, um, you know, in you know, in the line to get food, in the middle of a conference call, and I just get hit <laughs> str- like, like, man, I'm I'm hosting this meeting, but I just had this great idea, and I I need to make sure I capture this and come back to it, right? Like, I think our entrepreneurs can relate to this. Like, you never know when that that inspiration is going to strike mm-hmm. you. And so being able to record your thoughts is a helpful tool to keep yourself honest, because sometimes when you're in that moment of creativity, you want to be able to capture it. And if you don't, it can be fleeting. And when you try and come back to it or recreate it, you can't remember it. It doesn't have the same spirit. It doesn't have the same cadence. It doesn't have the same kind of energy that existed at the time that the idea hit you. And so um, Jimmy knows this from firsthand experience, but the list of voice notes I have of written notes that I have in my phone from just ideas and there's been things that um I've been able to create uh and it's you know the initial seed for the idea may have come a, a month and a half ago and it's just completed like now right or the initial seed may have come From, you know, something that, you know, was created maybe, you know, a half a year ago. And now I have a different level of inspiration. I can take components of that and say, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this. I'm going to throw this away. And I'm creating something new from it. And I can only do that because I have these ideas, these thoughts um, these you know bits of creative inspiration all captured and recorded in the moment that they hit me that I can always go back and refer to so uh being able to carry a schedule being able to record your thoughts is so critically important. It's a way that you can um help to uh not just better manage your time because I think the the issue as a a creator sometimes is like when the inspiration hits you mm-hmm. and you may want to dive deep into it it's you're taking time from something else. Uh, that you may not have even planned, like you may not have even planned to do this creative idea or this creative activity. And so now you're you're deviating from your your schedule and you're putting at risk the things that need to get accomplished, which you can't afford to do. That's why you know creatives have the stigma that um, they can be flighty uh, and not organized. Right. Um, so that that's just so important to like to be able to carry your schedule and record your thoughts. It gives you an opportunity to capture it and capture that creativity while still being able to maintain the intent of your initial schedule and making sure that you can come back to it when time permits, where you can really focus and hone in and put your energies and efforts and doing it and know that you're not stealing from something else.
0: Bro, that was, that was rich. You know, when you, when you also talked about just the fact that how important it is to, to, make note of these thoughts and these inspiration these ideas it may not be for right now like God might have put something in your heart and your spirit but you may come to it months maybe even a year later and continue to build off of that and and create something brand new or refresh it revamp it so i just I, i i really really love that You know, you mentioned uh, creatives uh, and and entrepreneurs at times, too, can be thought of as maybe a little flighty or disorganized. We've already talked about a couple of different tools and and, and a few different processes, and we're going to continue to drop some more golden nuggets for you guys. Uh, But if you really want a a true deep dive uh, and have us step by step explain these processes and explain uh, the tools that we've mentioned and some additional tools that will help you to Focus for success and really help you get more out of your 24, especially for an entrepreneur. We have a message from the Legacy Leadership Learning Group that we want you guys to listen to. All right, so now that we're back. Uh, We went over two main points so far. Number one is make sure that you're making and using a list if you want to make sure that you have effective time management uh, techniques implemented for success as an entrepreneur. Devon gave us some really, really good tips. And again, some major golden nuggets that were dropped about carrying a schedule and recording your thoughts and the importance of recording your thoughts Uh, at no matter what point in the day or the situation that you may be in, even if you're leading a conference call and a meeting and jotting those things down. Um, but Devon's also not going to get into the third point for us, which is, uh, don't instantly like just give people or things your attention and, and and do a better job at effectively guarding that.
1: Mm. I think guarding is the operative word, right? Um, I think, you know, one of the one of the things that we allow ourselves to do as entrepreneurs, as creators, is we give we give everybody equal access to our attention. Mm. And while it's well intentioned, while it's well intentioned, we may not realize that at the end of the day, the party that's the most neglected is us and our business. Because we're giving our attention to other individuals and it's not that we'll never give these individuals our attention, but we have to be able to right prioritize and and stay focused on the task at hand. And that's what this all really comes back down back down to because we know at any given moment. Again, we're not insulated from life. We're definitely not insulated from life as entrepreneurs as creators. We're not insulated from interruption interruption happens. Mm -hmm. That's where the first two points are so critically important, making a list, carrying your schedule, um, those specifically, because then when interruptions occur, you're able to quickly assess, all right, is this a big enough issue? Is this individual in terms of their priorities their priorities as such that I need to stop doing what I'm doing because this has to be taken care of right here and right now? If the answer to that question is no, then yeah, you don't. They don't deserve your attention right now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they don't deserve your attention ever. I want to make sure we're clear about that, um, especially because I know as our entrepreneurs are listening, you may be wrestling with this concept specifically because you think about, well, damn, you know, my if my family hits hits me up, and, you know, I like they reach out to me, I got to stop everything that I'm doing. I, they text me, I got to call them back, and I'm gonna cha- I'm gonna challenge you on that. If it is not a life or death situation, if somebody's life is is not at risk, and you can validate that, then you need to be able to right prioritize and reschedule it. And what all this comes down to is being clear about your expectations and your intentions with yourself first and foremost. Be clear about your expectations as a, as an entrepreneur and your intentions as an entrepreneur in terms of what do you expect to get done today, what is your intentions for your business and to get accomplished and then also being transparent about your expectations and your intentions with your family, your significant others, those that may be interrupting you. Um we record so to give you guys a little like a little sneak peek behind the curtain, right? But we record multiple times a week. You know, two, sometimes three days depending on what we have going on a week. This is time where we're sitting down. The lights are on. the The camera's on. The microphones on. And our family is on the other side of these walls, and they're living their life and they're doing their things. They know that this time is sacred. Um, Jimmy has seen plenty of times in pre production. You know, my oldest yo come in. I'll make sure that he has what he needs. Hey, Papa. I, You know, I'm recording tonight. This is what I have going on. I give you a kiss. At a, you're going to you know, tuck yourself in tonight. I'll come and see you after I end up um, after I finish recording because they know this time is that important. And the only time that door gets knocked on is if it is truly life or death type situation. Thank God that has not needed to be the case but my family's able to provide the grace and the understanding in those situations because I'm clear about my expectations and my intention. Mm-hmm. They know that there's going to be a time and place for me to prioritize them and right prioritize everything else which gets done and there's been plenty of times Jimmy and I we've made calls on the fly, "Hey, I really you know I really want to get some extra time with the family. Can we move this to this date?" Because we understand the balance and the give and take that needs to occur there as entrepreneurs, as creators. We know that we need to maybe feed back into ourselves from a family perspective so that we have the energy that we need in order to give the content that we give to to you all. But you really have to exercise discipline, discipline when it comes to not giving everybody your attention. And I know it is a skill set that is hard to master early on. It's going to feel Be transparent with you guys. It's going to feel uncomfortable at first because you're going to feel like, damn, they're reaching out to me and I'm not hitting them back. I'm not immediately reaching out. I feel bad. Like, what if they needed me? The only way you can navigate that, again, being clear about your expectations, your intentions with yourself, being clear about your expectations, your intentions with them. Mm -hmm. And as you do that, those that truly care, those that are truly a part of your circle, they Understand your intentions, your expectations, what you're trying to accomplish, and that gives you the grace that you need where they start to hold you on it, keep you honest, keep themselves honest, but also keep you honest. Hey, you don't have to like and I've gotten those messages before. Hey, I'm shooting you this. You don't have to hit me back right now. I know I know you're doing this, but I just want to put you on the ra- your radar so that you can get to me after you're finished with X Y Z. After you're finished with your meeting, after you're finished with um, you know what you're creating, after you're finished editing, can you get back to me about this? That's when you've really started to strike the balance um, and you know been able to get further along in your mastery of your time and your time management and managing. The interruptions that may come may occur from time to time, which I know we'll talk a little bit about about scheduling time, uh, for lack of a better uh, word for uh, interruptions, because they do occur even with all of these things that we're outlining. Interruptions are still going to occur, and you have to be able to manage those as well.
0: Yeah, it's it's inevitable with the, inter- the interruptions. Uh, the other piece that I wanted to mention is you know when you talk about not giving people uh, instant um, giving them your time instantly. So for our listeners, our viewers can see this, but for our listeners, I am holding up my cell phone, which currently is on airplane mode, right? Because I don't want any distractions, especially as we're recording, I don't want any pings coming up. You mentioned discipline. So number one, if I know that there is work and tasks that I need to get done, let's say that I'm looking at an hour or two hours of focused time, and I have that focused time actually in my schedule, I turn my phone off because I don't want to allow myself to get distracted. So when we talk about don't instantly give people your attention, there is the world that is on your phone, right? Just think about how many social media applications you have on your phone and how many people, maybe they're not specifically looking to get your attention, but those apps are Facebook, Mm -hmm. Instagram, TikTok. Uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, you're going to be getting notifications, clubhouse all day long. So it's imperative to turn those things off. Uh, Another app uh, that we talk about in the the Focus for Success course that uh, Devon and I offer. So again, if you're trying to get more out of your 24, is that Engross app. So step one is to make sure that my phone is off, and then step two is to use this app that allows me to really focus in on those 30-minute increments within that hour to help make sure that I'm tracking any interruptions uh, or times that I may lose focus and ensuring that I'm focused for a 25-minute stint With a five minute break. But again, if you want to learn more about it, uh, we've provided you the information to go check out that course and all of the different tools and again, processes and tips that we break down in there. But to me, that's important is just shutting off the phone, man, because you're getting pinged all day long, again, depending on how many social media apps you have on your phone. Uh, So that's another source of instantly giving people your attention. If every time you hear a ping, you're picking up your phone and looking at it. You know, who is this? You know, is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is it whatever? What type of Um, alert
1: is it? Is it something I got to respond to? is there something that's trending right now that i'm missing and uh because to your point the entire purpose of these apps is to keep you your attention captive Mm -hmm. that's how they monetize like we don't want to i don't want to get into the whole (laughs) (laughs) the whole uh monetization strategy and kind of uh business models for a lot of these applications that are quote-unquote free but that's really what it comes down to like even one of the you know the pods that uh we listen to that we're a big fan of um with uh the joe bunnan podcast that recently like right before we started recording got a notification in the patreon app that said hey mm-hmm. here's here's some information and it was that they're migrating their rss feed or they're giving access to their audio oh, rss yeah. feed within patreon and i'm laughing at it because i'm like uh there's a uh, smart play because the whole point is to Get your attention into that app instead of having your attention split between Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Podbean you know, the mm-hmm. other uh, podcast applications that exist out there, which we are all on, like we're on all of those those platforms. Major, so please all uh, major yes platforms. platforms. Uh you know, iHeartRadio, Alexa, it doesn't matter. Just make Where sure if you at, find we're us there too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're there, you see us, leave a review, comment, we love it. Thank you. But, and all social
0: media platforms as well, but we'll get into that later. Absolutely.
1: Uh but but, <laughs> but uh The goal is to to try and get your attention, your to stop splitting your attention between those apps and get them to the one app uh, where their business model is focused on monetization. Right. So Mm -hmm. I just, I think that's just again, timely when you're talking about putting your phone on airplane mode so that you can limit these distractions. Cause that's honestly the biggest distraction that we have to compete with in a way that folks didn't have to compete with before. Even some of these, um, Entrepreneurs nowadays that are very well established and very successful—you think about—and uh, we've mentioned them before, Elon, Jeff Bezos; those are kind of like the pinnacle of entrepreneurship, building something from nothing and becoming billionaires in the in the process. But they didn't have to deal with the social media scrutiny or the social media access or the accessibility to the world when mm-hmm. Elon first became a multimillionaire through the creation of PayPal. He wasn't splitting time between Twitter. When Bezos was building Amazon and you going to a digital bookstore and then deciding to make it a e commerce site, he wasn't having to deal with Facebook pings. Because these were the early nineties or these are the nineties and the and the two thousands where these social media platforms hadn't risen, obviously, it hadn't been built out or risen to the level of notoriety and usage that they are today. But now you mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur that's where the give and take is is that the marketplace to do business to to market to connect with your tribe is on these social media platforms so you can't avoid them altogether. You have to be plugged in if you want to be able to um, go to market and communicate and kind of offer your services. But that can also be a distraction when you are not focused on marketing and you're trying to focus on maybe the nuts and bolts of the business and you're dealing with these pings. And that's where you have to, to your point, exercise that balance of saying, all right, I need to shut this down because if I start getting pings on these social media platforms while I'm trying to focus on, you know, uh, defining, defining my purpose or def- defining what the next 5 years is going to look like and doing some brainstorming around my my business model i may end up doing spend you know spending all my time doing customer engagement and social mm-hmm. media marketing and responding to tweets and not dedicate any time to the fundamentals of my business and at the end of the day First and foremost, in order to market the business, you have to have a business. You have to have a viable business. <laughs> <See>? Hell yes. <laughs> right? And so uh that's where you need to make sure the time is being spent on that and done properly, effectively. So then you can go crazy with the marketing because obviously we've seen that uh, in our time as well where uh, people go crazy on the marketing and the social media and the flash and the content creation. And then You get to the product, and it's like, whoa, hold on, bro. You can't even give me my item. It's July right now. You're telling me I can't get this item until November? Mm -hmm. Like, fam, I don't care how cool your reel was. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm trying to get my product right now. I'm going to go to somebody that may not be focused on social media like you are but can deliver me my product in the next, like, five days. Yeah, I'm going to do that. So I thought it was a good point.
0: No, nah, but I think that's a, a good transition to to the fourth tip that we have uh, for our entrepreneurs out there is scheduling those interruptions. So I posted something um, on, on Twitter, right, that, you know, in this social media game these days, it's about attention and intentions. So and being intentional. Right. So you just talked about the social media apps and and people trying to get our attention. Well, yeah, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as marketers, as content creators, we're trying to get people's attention too. like, we're part of that. But it's about being intentional about how we go uh, through that process. So when I say schedule time for interruptions, I'll go back to the example I gave of the the engrossed app. And there's a lot of different apps, but that process of Having an hour block divided into two 30 minute sessions, and then those 30 minute sessions, I have 25 minutes with the timer on of focused work, and then five minutes for a break. Now, those five minutes really. Is a schedule for interruptions, meaning if I need to go to the restroom, if I want to open my email, if I want to turn my phone back on and see if I have gotten any texts, if I got any pings, if I want to jump on Facebook or or Twitter or Instagram, I'm giving myself time. I'm scheduling time to allow myself to be able to do that. Um, It is inevitable that you're going to have interruptions in your day. So it's imperative that you do your best to schedule time for that. I'll give you another example. And so when we say schedule, right, if, if you're doing really good at using these time management and organizational tactics and you're, you're blocking out different times within your day and within your week to get certain tasks and responsibilities taken care of, it can be a little bit of tight. So maybe you schedule at the end of the day, you know, 30 minutes for interruptions. But really what you're doing is you're scheduling addition time for overflow if you got interrupted earlier in the day. Mm. Right. So I was working on something, you know, and, and for whatever reason I got interrupted, the example I was going to give is I was talking about the fact that the, the last piece of the bed puzzle came so we can finally put our bed together and now sleep in this new bed that we've been waiting for for months. Um, well, when I got the the ping, I got the text from City Furniture uh, the day prior. They were telling me that I had a window from two to five Bet, put that uh, set the information to my wife. We had that in the schedule. So I knew from two to five. I'm ready. All of a sudden, one fifteen, I hear a truck pulling up and my doorbell's ringing. That was an interruption. Now, luckily, I had some flexibilities where I was able to just get up, you know, go up in the garage, allow them to make the delivery, and do their thing. But it's interruptions like that and situations like that that you may not expect that you need to give yourself some flexibility and some wiggle room within your schedule to say, okay, I lost 15, 20 minutes of this focus because of this interruption obviously that I wasn't expecting. But since I have 30 minutes, let's say at 4.30 in my day, available and open, you know, specifically for this overflow, it gives me that opportunity to go back and not feel rushed, not feel like I'm missing out on something else because I was able to schedule time for those interruptions. Um, so it's just imperative that one, don't, don't try to like fully book your schedule on a daily basis because something's always going to come up. So make sure that you know mm-hmm. you're you're really scheduling and kind of booking about eighty percent of your day, mm-hmm. and then making sure that you have time available for overflow, for interruptions, and things of that nature. I think that's a valuable tip.
1: I know that in kind of the pre-production when you and I were talking a little bit about these tips and what spe- tips specifically we wanted to highlight, this one specifically, you know, you were able to break down to me, and it, you know, it, a light bulb went off. Um, because I don't current state, I don't schedule time for overflow, right. Or interruptions. I like, mm-hmm. I like how you phrased those overflow. I don't schedule kind of that overflow buffer time to say in the event something else comes up, you know, I have additional time that I already have blocked out that I can use to be able to catch up because there are going to be, unfortunately, some interruptions that you can't postpone DVA, mm-hmm. like, you know. I'll give you a, you know, quick example, you know, this, you know, this today specifically as we're working on some bits of content uh, so that we can get some more content out uh, for our uh, uncompromising entrepreneur community. There was a storm. My Internet went out. The power went out Mm -hmm. like I can't plan for that. And there's literally there's nothing I can do about it except for wait for my Internet to come back in come back on. So it took maybe about 20, 20, 25 minutes or so in order to get that done. But That's 25 minutes that I lost in creating content and focusing on putting together the pieces that we needed to put together. That meant that the rest of my schedule could either get pushed back because I can pick right back up where I left off, right? Or I would have to get to it at another time either at the end of the day or another day so that buffer time actually I really like that tip uh for our our listeners hopefully you all are finding value in it as well and it's definitely gonna be something that I look to incorporate um as a time management strategy for myself uh, moving forward cause I definitely uh can see the value um in having that additional overflow time overflow time um in my schedule in the event that you know just things happen that I can't I can't control or right prioritize
0: yeah The last tip that i'll share in in scheduling time for interruptions which i got from you and it it does fit and we were talking about this the other day because things seemingly have changed for you and your work environment is not scheduling meetings on friday Mm -hmm. so it's not saying that you're not doing work on friday but i'm not meeting with clients i don't have things scheduled on my friday schedule that i have to necessarily interact with other people because that gives me an opportunity to maybe make up for some lost time throughout the week, get things done that maybe I didn't have a chance to, or again, because of interruptions, I had to push back. Uh, So that's just another another way to look at that and saying, okay, if I can eliminate those type of meetings on Friday, again, I'm still working, but that gives me an opportunity to say, okay, let me finish up the week, make sure that I have everything buttoned up and taken care of, and then preparing for the the following week to come.
1: No, uh, absolutely. I mean, just as a general rule of thumb, the reason why I find that to be so effective is most of the time, if it's a major decision or initiative, like we're not implementing. We're not going to be able to get that launched and off the ground that Friday and people are more than likely not doing work over the weekends Mm -hmm. uh, in order to do so. Right. And if it is something that requires uh, a major decision to be made. You want to make sure that you have the time to do your diligence and you don't feel like, I mean, we can all admit that typically like on that Friday, those Fridays going into the weekend or whatever we have planned for the weekend. We we may may not necessarily be our sharpest right mentally because we're already anticipating the things that we need to get accomplished that are not tied to our business. So I I, I, have just, um, you know, over this past year or so incorporated that, uh, to your point is some things have started to get a little bit out of whack as I've had to, you know, schedule meetings with, um, you know, clients and potential collaborators, um, uh, collaborators, um, here recently and it's, then I had that epiphany. I'm like, wait a minute, why in the hell is my, like, why do I have meetings <laughs> on Friday? Like, I, I think I even told you, like, bro, what is going yeah. on? Why I got me? No, 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 no. I need to change it. crept up on me, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, 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 I need to change this immediately. So I, uh, I went in, I, I write set, but that's just a, a really helpful tip too. So uh, again, not meeting with clients, not meeting with prospective, uh, new you know new, um, you know, new business partners, vendors, whatever the case may be for the business on a Friday because uh, the reality is that uh, if you do come to some type of decision it 's not going to be implemented uh, implemented immediately and you 're not going to do the work over the weekend, so you might as well just postpone it you know meet on Monday that way once you guys are able to meet and you you decide that hey maybe we 're going to move forward you have the rest of the week to actually implement and then that Really, you can treat that Friday as kind of your administrative day of mm-hmm. taking stock of, you know, what did, did I get accomplished? The things I need to get accomplished. Let me start planning for the upcoming week. What are the going to be those major things that I need to make sure I need to uh, to get done for my business and to make sure that my business is moving forward? Um you know are there any things that I need to take care of from an administrative perspective as far as like payroll is concerned, like all of those things like kind of the fundamental not sexy stuff part of, of that are a part of our business, yeah you know doing the analytics, checking you know checking your data, checking your statistics, understanding and quantifying the impact of things that you may have implemented, whether it's a change in policy or new content that you put out there, and you know are we getting the type of reach and impact that we want like That's where you can better repurpose that time and um, really have the type of impact that you need to have as opposed to going through the motions of meeting, uh, meeting with people, um, you know, and uh, ultimately not implementing anything immediately. Yeah,
0: 100, 100. That was all good, man. So, as promised, we just broke down four different time management techniques for entrepreneur success. Uh, we are going to land this plane very shortly. But my homeboy had a bonus oh, that yeah, we wanted yeah. to share. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't want to let our folks go before we give them that Can't bonus that. tip. So, here you go, guys. You get the,
1: the uncompromising entrepreneur exclusive bonus tip. These are not things that you're going to be able to just find in the Google machine. And Google. <laughs> uh, but the last thing that I was actually sharing you know, with folks is they were talking to me about how do we manage it all is realizing that I don't have to manage it all. Like when you come to that realization that the most effective way that I can manage my time is to multiply myself and because none of us got a clone machine. Like uh my boy uh I'm gonna take it back like my boy uh Stefan uh Stefan Orkel or right? Urkel, like oh, I ain't got that type of intellect to create a clone machine and different versions of myself to get done what I need to get done. The next best thing that I could do was to find a partner to build a team and multiply myself that way. And what we mean by that is by finding a partner, by connecting with a partner, you're able to find somebody that may be very diverse in terms of their skill set but equally yoked in terms of their passion and their commitment for what you're building that really allows you to be able to divide and conquer and be effective. So, um, again, giving you guys another little sneak peek behind the the curtains here, you see uh, the Wizards themselves, right, the great and powerful Azzes. You'll realize that the way that we're able to get so many pieces, for example, of content out to, to you guys and repurposing content, and you may see, dang, like a post goes up on Instagram, and they also put something on uh, Facebook, and then also Twitter, and then also YouTube, and then there's something on the LinkedIn, and there's different, um, you know, different looks and feels and communicate, but they're dropped. Are they using like a program for this? Are they using, uh, are they outsourcing these? No, it's us. But the thing is we're able to divide and conquer, and because of the rhythm that we've built mm. over working together so closely over these past couple of years, we instinctively know, okay, boom, Jimmy, put this up here, all right, I need to repurpose that content and make sure that it also gets into this platform all right i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure I drop it here i'm gonna put you know I'll put together the caption or um. Larger initiatives for our business, for example, like we, you know, again, we talked about the alpha test that's coming up and shout out to our six participants, our six participants. We went in with the uh, intention of having four, but Mm -hmm. the um, response was just so overwhelming and, you know, we couldn't turn down. Uh, you know any of the men that were interested in really being a part of that alpha test and uh, really finding their purpose so that they can get to profits. so shout out to you gentlemen. Um, really excited to be able to do some work with you over these next ninety days and see you prosper. But when we knew that we had to put stuff together for the the alpha test, there were things we needed to divide and conquer there and it was like, hey, we need to uh, get out the welcome letter. We need to make sure that we have the curriculum outline. We also need to make sure that they get the intake form because we've built such a rapport relationship working together. I was able to tackle that. And Jimmy didn't have to think about that. He's like, all right, boom, that's getting handled. So I can spend mm-hmm. my time, my calories on the film, edit the video, editing the content creation, this component of it. Cause that marketing stuff needs to occur for the business. And I didn't have to think about that at all. I knew that it was going to, that side of the field was covered. It was going to get done. And so my advice to our entrepreneurs, a bonus tip is, In addition to the four things that we've listed out as ways to manage your time effectively, it's find your team, build a team, build a team. And again, find somebody that may be diverse in their talent in terms of the skill that they bring to the table, but equally yoked in their passion for the business and then communicate and divide and conquer. Obviously, we've gotten to the point that we've gotten because there's been years of communication going on. So we've been able to say, hey, I got this going on. Can you handle this while I handle this? Mm hmm. As we've learned the rhythm of one another, as we've learned each other's strengths, as we learned where, you know, each one of us can uh, play effectively and uh, execute quickly. Now, we don't have to have those type of communications where it's like, hey, I'm going to do this. Can you do this? Instinctively, we're seeing, "Okay, he's handling this. I can handle this. And that's the way that you really multiply, divide and conquer and multiply yourself and are able to get more done and get more out of your 24. So. Uh again for our listeners, hopefully you find value in that tip. Uh hopefully you also take the time because again we've covered these four tips at a high level, but if you really want time management tips that are catered, catered to you, your personality, your skill set, I strongly recommend you check out the focus for success. I know that uh you know we gave you a little bit of overview of what to expect there, um, uh, but please make sure you do your diligence and check that out. We've put together that program. Uh being very intentional about creating a program that allows folks mm-hmm. to identify the the time management methods to get the most out of their 24 that are unique to them, unique to you. Uh, and so um, I definitely think it's well worth the, the investment, well worth the time. Um, you know, there's you know almost 20 something modules really geared towards just time management. Um, and, uh, as we've kind of talked about, and you all know as entrepreneurs, cause you're living in every single day, um, you know, the most valuable resource that we have is our time, right? It's our time. And if we can get the most out of our time, if we can get maximum ROI out of our time, we don't have to worry about the profits or the revenue. Them things are going to take care of itself all day, all day, all day, all day. So, um, definitely make sure that you guys check that out. Um, if you haven't done so already.
0: Yeah. Master your minutes, master millions. Do so by getting more out of your 24. Learn how to focus for success. Uh, the last thing that I will also say when you talk about building a team is the accountability that we have with one another. And maybe you're not in the spot right now where you have the opportunity to build a team. And that's, it can be challenging, especially because we have a relationship that spans well over 10 years now, one well, on 15 years. Um, but maybe you need a coach to provide some of those steps, some of that accountability that you need to help you through those steps. Uh, if that's something that you're interested in as well, you could always send us an email uh, at info at uncompromisingcoaches.com. You can shoot us a direct message as well. We would love to, to talk about what you're going through, how we can help and see if it's going to be a, a match and a win-win situation. Again, we provided four tips uh, on time management to help you to be that much more successful as an entrepreneur. Having a solid plan for managing your time will help you, again, get through the day and get more out of your 24. Excellent time management skills are just essential. They're essential for, for really for all of us, no matter what, but especially as an entrepreneur that is looking to uh, go from purpose to profit, uh, create profits, and, and definitely making sure that you're you're building this legacy for your family, for your community, and the people that you're looking to serve and to help. Um, so, digest this. Implement, take action. That is the most important part. Uh, you know, don't let it just be head knowledge. Let it go to your heart. Let it stir you and then allow that to, to force you and move you to take action on these tips that, uh, that we just provided. To all of our uncompromising entrepreneurs out there, again, thank you for listening. Uh, we sincerely appreciate y'all. Thank you for watching. Uh, show us some love. Leave a comment. Again, leave a review on the podcast. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, leave a comment. We again, we love, love the engagement that we've been getting. We love talking back with you guys and engaging on the comments on our YouTube channel, just as uh, our listeners do, specifically on PodBeam as well. Uh, so continue to do that. Uh, we love, the uh, again, the feedback that you provide. We'll continue to engage with you there. Uh, you can also... Connect with us on Facebook, specifically for our men. Please come join us, uh, the Uncompromising Entrepreneurs Group uh, on Facebook. Now, you can definitely follow the page because we have a specific page on Facebook as well. But the group is Just for Men, where we go live every Wednesday for our cold brew and convos. We're going to have guests that are going to be joining us for cold brew convos and consultations or consults uh there's a lot more information that we provide uh, in that group as well so again make sure that you join us there you can follow us on linkedin on facebook and of course on youtube at the uncompromising entrepreneur podcast again wherever you're at we want to make sure that we're, we're going to be there um the only place we're like we're really not is like Snapchat or something like that. Uh, but Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, yada da, yada da, yada yada. You will find us there providing you with content and information that are going to help you, again, to find success as an entrepreneur. But not just any entrepreneur, an uncompromising entrepreneur. Mm. Uh, so we appreciate your time. As always, thank you so much for riding out with us. Uh, God bless y'all. And stay, stay encouraged. Church. You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time, y'all.